We continue with the Daily Sports Feed. We're live at Bojangles today. I am Dave Riggerts. A pleasure to have you along. Let's talk some Bridgewater College football. Normally, we talk with Scott Lem, the head football coach of the Eagles. Today, we're going to talk to the defensive coordinator at BC, and that is Mike Giancola. Coach, how are you, sir? I am great, Dave. Thanks for having me on. It's a uh, good day. Obviously, you get, uh, get a little bit of slower pace, not necessarily in terms of work standpoint, just being, being the bye week, but uh, glad we're able to hop on and, and uh, have a talk with you. Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate you coming on. And I guess, first of all, start right there with with the bye week. How is it for you guys? Do you, do you put the guys, do you give them some rest uh, this week? Uh, I think rest is a relative term. Uh, <laughs> you know, from a lift standpoint, nothing changes. Uh, gave them uh, the day Monday. It was just meetings, no practice. But uh, Tuesday, uh, yesterday, today, we're we're full as full goes. Um, they got some obligations that they need to handle. Just some things with the school, um, you know, kind of on the side of what we're doing this week. But you know, for us, Dave, this is not an off week. You right. know, the bye week, even though we're not playing an opponent, uh, we view it as an opportunity to continue to work on things that we're doing well. Obviously, get better at the things that we we identify that you know, obviously, we need to uh, get better at. Uh, but uh, no, I mean, it's been uh, it's been a good work week for us. You know, talk a little bit about the, the North Carolina Wesleyan game. We'll talk about that real quick. And obviously, your defense was great against the run. Obviously, sacks were, were involved in that. We held them to one yard on 25 carries. But how did you feel overall about how your defense played against North Carolina Wesleyan? You know, obviously, very, very happy. You know, uh, I'm, I'm a guy that when you, when you talk to the players, especially, the praise I use with them all the time is uh, I'm pleased but never satisfied. You know, I felt like uh, obviously we played well. Uh, you know, we grade win loss in terms of each play that we're on the field and, you know, when you win 70% of your snaps, that's pretty good. And we ended up being 72% win on Saturday, but you know, I had some plays out there that, you know, either left a bad taste in your mouth or we felt like we left a win on the field. And, um, you know, they kind of trying to identify how are we going to work off of that and not just look at the great things that we did, but, you know, looking at what we identified as things we needed to do to win that game. Uh, you know, North Carolina, Wesley, Wesley credit to them. You know, they are a, they are a team that is willing to try and run the football and they run it, run it well, especially in gap and power schemes. And we said, you're not going to run. Uh, and, you know, we did, we did what we uh, were set out to do there and accomplish that goal. Um, just so overall, very happy about it. But again, still, uh, still looking to find ways to continue to get better and be great on defense. You guys were flying around 14 tackles for loss, six sacks, couple of interceptions. Preston Turner had some national honors this week with three tackles for loss, two and a half sacks, had the fumble return for a touchdown. So um, your guys were flying around on Saturday. Yeah. And, you know, credit to them. You know, they really buy into to our philosophies and, and you know, kind of our non-negotiables. And one of them is uh, relentless pursuit of the football. You know, if, if you're a guy that, takes plays off or can't run to the ball, you're, you're somebody that can't play for us. Um, and I think that that really speaks to how much they buy into not just what we do defensively here, but just as a culture, culture in general at Bridgewater about being the ultimate teammate and what that takes and what it looks like. Uh, but, you know, all week uh, coming off of uh, the Southern Virginia game as well as the Susquehanna game, we have been pressing on those guys, effort, focus, and discipline. And I thought they did a really good job honing in on those three things, which allowed us to play pretty well uh, this past Saturday. We're talking to Mike Giancola. He's the defensive coordinator at Bridgewater College. They don't play this Saturday. They'll get back in. They'll start league play coming up a week from Saturday, and we'll get talk about that a little bit. But, Coach, tell me just about the, this defense a little bit. And Obviously, each year it changes, but you have so many veterans back from a year ago, and, and you guys were, were really good. But talk about how that – has that made things probably not easier, but, but smoother maybe with so many veterans back this season? 
Well, anytime you have experienced football players and then uh, a number of them, yeah, the, I wouldn't say easier or smoother, but it, I think it allows you to do more than you would be able to do with guys that have seen less playing time or maybe younger. You know, I think one of the staples here uh, at, at Bridgewater that you know really kind of defines us as a defense is you know we are extremely multiple, and that's a credit not only to the coaching staff here, you know, Coach Perky. Coach Green and Coach Richardson uh, on defense with me. You know, also a credit to the players and the amount of time they take to learn our base schemes and the way that we teach is very conceptual. So if you can understand our our base in the four two five and our base coverage concepts, we can really do a lot of different things. So we've been able to keep offenses, I think, on their toes a bit, show them a lot of different looks, bring a lot of different uh, pressures or or. Um, you know, uh, a pressure that looks like it's coming, and all of a sudden we're dropping people out. And, you know, I think that, again, is a credit to our players and the amount of work that they put in in terms of the training and preparation that they uh, they do throughout the offseason, you know, during spring ball and camp, but also week to week as we're asking them to do a lot of different things. Uh, that all, again, pertain back to what we're doing in base. But, uh, you know, with the experience that we have, like I said, it allows us to, to be extremely multiple, which could be very dangerous for for us in a good way and right. for offenses in a bad way. Yeah, no question. We're talking to Mike Giancola, the defensive coordinator at Bridgewater College. Again, they don't play this Saturday as they are 2-1 and one so far this year. They've won their last two games. And, you know, Coach, tell me about Aaron Nice a little bit. Your, your sophomore linebacker was second-team All-League a year ago, and he's off to a great start in three games, 33 tackles, six tackles for loss, a sack. Um, he does a little bit of everything for you. But talk about his maturation and kind of how he's grown even from a really good rookie year last year to this year. Have you seen him take some, some pretty big strides? Absolutely. And, you know, one thing that I'll, I'll credit Aaron with is when you talk about work ethic and his approach to the game, uh, not just as a football player, but, you know, what he does in the weight room uh, and obviously how he approaches just life in general with the, with the work ethic that he has. I mean, he's a guy that, you know, the best compliment I think a, a player can be given by a coach is that he's extremely coachable, and that is exactly who Aaron is. And obviously he's got the physical attributes that, that are needed to be able to play well and, and, and dominate on the football field. But, you know, when you look at where he started from last year uh, as a freshman, especially early in the season, to what he's been able to develop into now and what his potential can be with continued development, I mean, you know, he was a guy last year that played early but in very niche roles. You know, maybe he was coming off an edge. He did some things in our five down front at the defensive end, not even a linebacker. But then, you know, as he proved that he could handle uh, a bigger load in terms of responsibility and on the defense, we continued to put that on, put that on him, and he really took ownership over that. And there are still things that Aaron needs to get better at for sure. But, you know, when you talk about the work ethic side of it, never have to question that. And, you know, again, something that, you're looking for as a, as a coach in general uh, at the college level are things that you can't coach, you know, like that work ethic, but also Aaron has a trigger that when it gets pulled, it is very difficult to stop him from getting to where he wants to go. And, you know, whether that's in the box in the open field, his tenacity to get to the football is, is something that I think really separates him from I would say not just you know other linebackers, but just a lot of players in general. You know that kind of rabid dog mentality that he has is is something that huge asset to his game. 
And, you know, he continues to look at the things that he needs to get better at and grow from there. So, you know, his, where he is right now, we are, again, I'm going to use uh, the word uh, pleased but not satisfied, right. that phrase <laughs> that I used earlier. Uh, but, you know, if he continues to work, his ceiling is, is extremely high. Okay, we're talking with Mike Giancola, the defensive coordinator at Bridgewater College. No game this week, but they'll start league play a week from Saturday. And, you know, how about your defensive line? A lot of veterans up there. Have you been happy with how they've played so far? Yeah, and so I'm actually uh, – so I started here in 2017 as a defensive line coach uh, and then went back into the secondary for the last few seasons. So I'm back now coaching the defensive line. And, you know, we've had a lot of good defensive linemen come through this program in, in my uh, seven years here. But this is probably the deepest we've been on the defensive line, uh, depth-wise, uh, in that time. And, you know, even some, some young guys that are contributing, because we have a couple of those, too. Uh, and like a DeMarco Fleming that's a freshman, you know, Kyle Beer that's a sophomore. Uh, but, again, when you're as experienced as we are in general, but especially up front, you know, the games you won and lost at the line of scrimmage, I don't, I don't care what level of football that you're playing. No question. And, uh that is that has really been a an asset to me as a coordinator as and as a position coach, you know, to be able to say not only do we have a good front, but also a front that uh, can do a lot of different things. You know, you'll see some of our defensive ends slide into tackles. Some of our tackles play true nose. You know, we do have some guys that are a little more like I was mentioning earlier, niche in their roles, like with Aaron last year. But it allows us to be very versatile in what we do and, and come at you in waves. You know, it's not like we're just trotting four guys out there for 60, 70 plays a game. I mean, we are coming in droves and, and those guys are playing hard and doing, doing some really good things. And it obviously showed last week, you know, you talk about one net rushing yard. <laughs> Can't be ever mad about that. You know what I'm saying? And so, uh, that, uh, that group, uh, as well as obviously the rest of the defense, uh, but that group has been, uh, has been doing some really good things for us, and it, that continues. We'll continue to play a great great brand of ball on defense. Yeah, no question. We're talking to Mike Giancola, the D.C. at Bridgewater College. And how about your DBs? A lot of veterans guys back there, too. Yeah, I mean, like you, you go through the list of the veterans <laughs> on, the, on the team in general. All over the place. You know, specifically on defense, there's a ton. Yeah. Uh, you know, Val West and Aaron Moore coming back uh, as returning all-conference guys. Noah Hines, uh, one of our corners. Uh, you know, he's a guy that we truly believe, you know, we could just put him against their team's best receiver and play 10 on 10 and just say, you know, you guys don't exist. Take care of him. You know, don't have to worry about those types of guys. But, you know, again, I think it, it more pertains to number one, the leadership that the, the older guys provide, you know, it, it, like you mentioned the front and the secondary, you know, up front, you know, it's guys like Preston and, and the Eli Rucker, Trey, uh, Trey Trinari, Tucker Harris, Tristan Gordon on the back end. We mentioned some of those guys. You know, Sean Harris at our whip position, but linebacker too. You know, we've got we've got seniors there and guys that played a lot last year: Zach Kohler, T.J. Lowry, Jalen Matthews, along with Aaron Nice. And you know, I think the leadership that they provide, uh, especially for the younger players, it, it it's obviously very important in the immediate. But leadership in the team overall, you know, because you talk about even on offense and special teams, we've got a lot of guys with a lot of experience and a lot of tenured players. And it's really providing that great example of what it means, as I mentioned earlier, to be the ultimate teammate. And, you know, long term, their impact, obviously, in the immediate is on the field. But as we continue to move forward as a program, 
uh, with the culture that we have and how special that it is and, and how important it is to our success, you know, they are doing a great job laying the foundation of what it looks like to do things right and what it looks like to do, you know, uh, or to avoid doing things wrong. Right. And, and I think that overall, when you talk about lasting legacy is the really important part of what those guys are doing on defense, but also on offense and, and like I said, special teams. So, mm-hmm. you know, being able to have that and be, have those guys be the foundation for the future of the program, you know, really sets us up not just for now, but also as we, as we continue to move forward. We're talking to Mike Giancola, the defensive coordinator at Bridgewater College. No game this Saturday. They'll get in a conference play a week from Saturday. But, you know, Coach, talk about your background a little bit. Obviously, you grew up in the state um, uh, where you were at Westfield, graduated from Virginia Tech as well. But then you were you were a defensive coordinator at Westfield. Then all of a sudden, you, you get an opportunity to come to Bridgewater. How did that all come about for you? Did you always want to be a coach? <laughs> so I always knew I wanted to be involved in athletics, specifically football. You know, I can remember being, God, as young as three and four years old, uh, and my grandfather taking me to the old RFK stadium uh, to watch Washington play, and I had no idea what was going on, but I remember the those little pull-out stands in RFK were rocking <laughs> uh, as Washington was playing well, and I just knew that, you know, that kind of energy, and specifically in sports and football, I wanted to be around. But it wasn't really until I got involved uh, in college with uh, coaching back at the high school. So I graduated from Westfield as well as coaching there. Um, But it wasn't really until I had gotten around uh, football in that aspect. So, like, I had graduated, gone to Virginia Tech. I'd come back uh, during the summer, and I'd help out during August camp uh, at Westfield. Um, just, you know, kind of the guy that set up drills and all those things, but, you know, kind of got bit by the coaching bug and, you know, funny thing is I went to tech to be a doctor in that pre-med program and I got weeded out by the weed out biology class pretty quickly. Um, but you know, yeah, just, I always knew, like I said, you know, I want to be involved with that. So teaching and coaching made sense and, uh, got the opportunity to get my foot in the door as the in-school suspension teacher. Uh, my first year coming out of college at Westfield uh, with uh, head coach Kyle Simmons. But yeah, I was really fortunate to be around a lot of great coaches. Uh, Rob Everett being one of them. He was a former coach here at Bridgewater. He's now at Wisconsin. Uh, John Shields, who's the head coach at Centerville High School. Pete Bendorf, who's now the defensive coordinator at Westfield, but has been a head coach in the Northern Virginia area and the high school level for years. Um, and, you know, they really allowed me to grow tremendously as a young coach. And obviously when you're in a successful program like Westfield, you know, we won state championships my last two years. There wasn't a single year that I was there in my six years that we didn't play for a regional championship. And some doors opened up and I got an opportunity to come here at the time. I had mentioned him, Rob Everett was the defensive coordinator. Uh, he and I obviously knew each other very well and, and, and worked together very well. And um, coach Clark you know, and I, I give, all of my uh, opportunity chances, you know, to him, you know, he took a chance on a, on a high school coach to come in and be a, a college position coach. And, you know, so that's kind of how I got to Bridgewater and grew under coach Clark and coach Everett from there worked closely, obviously with Scott Lem, our head coach now. And uh, it's, it's really been a, a pretty cool evolutionary process for me to get to where, where I am now. Um, so yeah, that's kind of the, the long and short of it. <laughs> We're talking to Mike Giancola, the defensive coordinator at Bridgewater College. And, you know, I was talking with Coach Lem about this last week. And just you, you two, 
again, you, you he was the offensive coordinator, you were the defensive coordinator, and you guys were figuring it out, and then Coach Lem takes over as that head coach. But you two have kind of been there through it all and, and kind of uh, – you're his right-hand man. I, I think he's your right – you guys really collaborate well, don't you? Absolutely. You know, and, and I had met Scott uh, when we were – when I was still a high school coach, just working camps during the summers and things. So, you know, I knew – I knew Coach Lem, and obviously that familiarity when I got here, obviously, uh, you know, helped obviously build a good early relationship. But no, I mean Scott and I are, are two that work extremely well together. You know, I, I I am very appreciative, especially because he gives me a lot of leeway as coordinator to to handle a lot on my side of the ball. But also, I I appreciate you know how much he he consults me in things as far as whether it's within the program, practice planning, in-game decisions, you know, especially situationally. Um, but I think that all of that goes to you know, just the relationship that he and I have. And, you know, anytime people work well together, there's got to be that foundation. And we really try and impress upon our players that, you know, when you talk about the key tenets of what it takes to be successful, you know, it's got to start with love, trust, and unselfishness. Uh, and you know, that starts with great relationship building and, you know, Scott and I are very fortunate to have a great relationship and, and, you know, that just bleeds right into what we do from a work standpoint together. No question. And, and do you, I'm, I'm guessing at some point you do want to, to run a program, don't you? you want to be a head coach? I do. I do. Uh, that, that is the goal. Um, you know, I love it here at Bridgewater. Uh, I love the team and the players, but uh, yeah, at some point I, I would love that opportunity. Uh, and, you know, I've learned a lot under uh, many different coaches, as I mentioned already. But, uh, yeah, that that would be uh, – that that is a great aspiration of mine for sure. We're talking to Mike Giancola, the defensive coordinator at Bridgewater College. And All right, this weekend, no game for you. Will you, will you go watch some games? Will you keep studying film? I'm guessing you guys always do that. But what's on tap for an, an open weekend? So it's funny, Dave, is uh, as much as I love football, uh, it encompasses so much of my life <laughs> yes. that when I get the opportunity to get away from it, I'm going to get away from it. Uh, that doesn't mean I won't pop games on here and there or uh, you know, uh, kind of watch from afar, but I'm not going to go home and sit there and grind for hours on end you know, on, <laughs> on a weekend when, especially as much as obviously football is important to me, my family is the most important thing to me. And this weekend's going to be pretty special. You know, we just uh, welcomed our second child in the world That's right. uh, about a month ago. Um, so uh, we had a baby girl. We have a, uh, we have a four year, almost four year old son. Uh, my grandmother's 90th birthday is this weekend. So she's coming down with my aunt, and my dad. Uh, and we're going to, we're going to celebrate that. It'll be the first time that, uh, my aunt, and my grandmother are going to be able to meet our new baby girl, and you know, really, I'm just, I'm just looking forward. To obviously, uh, you know, not that football ever goes away, but I'm really looking forward to just spending some quality time with the family, and, absolutely, and just kind of appreciating that side of my life. You know, where obviously the in season, how it needs, how life needs to operate in season. You know, you get pulled away from that a bit. And, uh, I take every opportunity that I can, whether it's day to day or on a week like this, to make sure that I'm not ever neglecting right. uh my family yeah yeah the off week uh the off weekend actually comes at a really good time then for you and how how is the little baby girl doing she's good, good. uh you know just like any other baby as her as her moments good and bad <laughs> so, uh, I, I rarely sleep during the season anyway so it has a right. big an issue at night and, <laughs> and some of those things but you know the the thing that i've i've just 
really, really enjoyed from it is uh, obviously growing your family is a is a really special thing. But our son John, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if he could love being a big brother anymore. That's awesome. I was going to um, ask about that. I was going to say, you know, I'm sure that'll change at some point. <laughs> <laughs> you know, at times, as as they get older and those things, but just watching him with her and how how much he loves her and wants to be around her all the time and hold her and you know, anytime she cries is lying right now to us is mom dad i've got this <laughs> and so he goes over and i literally like let him just kind of soothe her and That's he awesome. does a great job and it's funny i mean he does a better job at getting her to stop fussing than we do so <laughs> it's almost like we got uh three parents almost in the, in the household absolutely <laughs> but, uh but no, she, everybody's doing great, but I really appreciate you asking. No problem. That, hey, that's good stuff. Glad you get to spend a lot of time with them this weekend. Mike Giancola, the defensive coordinator at Bridgewater College. Again, they have an off weekend this weekend. No game. They'll get in a conference play a week from Saturday. Coach, I appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Uh, congrats on everything so far, and uh, best of luck the rest of the way. We'll talk to you again soon. Thanks so much, and go Eagles.